When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org, from Louisville Public Media. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network Thanks as always for making your way here Checking out the episode and the series You know what to do You like what you see, what you hear Hit that subscribe button But I have three new interviews every single week So it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artist And discover some new ones as well at all the usual spots like iTunes and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, NPR, YouTube for the video versions, anywhere you get your podcast from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. And that's me, Kyle Meredith, today talking with screenwriter Michael Hurst and producer Donald DeLine about the new Epics series, Billy the Kid. It's based on, of course, the famous American outlaw. Uh, Hurst, who's also wrote Vikings and Tudors, we're going to talk about his love of uh, historical fiction and why Westerns endure, as well as putting a spotlight on depression in a time when uh, that wasn't thought of, really, as a diagnosis. We, we didn't have that language yet. Uh, we also hear about going deeper into the character of Billy the Kid, who is uh, shown as someone with a big heart towards his mother, uh, towards women, uh, especially towards immigrants. Uh, Donald and Michael also going to outline hopes for the next two seasons of the show and where the story can possibly go from here. So let's do it. Talking about Billy the Kid on Epics. It's Kyle Meredith with Michael Hurst and Donald DeLine. Hello, so, Kyle. Uh, so let me say, first off, uh, congratulations on a wonderful series with Billy the Kid. Oh, thank you. Oh, great. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Let's, uh, let's, so let's get into this because it seems to be in your wheelhouse right away with historical fiction. What is it about that genre that draws you in? Because you do it so well. It may be, um, to some extent, my sort of academic background that, that I, um, the process of research of, of basically any historical period is very interesting to me and, and, um, and, and part of the fun, the creative fun actually, is diving into um, the, the re- research material and I kind of like rather boring historical books. They, <laughs> the dustier and drier, the better. It was funnily enough, you know, I, I can pick up things from footnotes, the things that historians don't regard as particularly important often give me little glimmers because they're usually little personality traits or personal traits because out of the research come um, 
storylines and characters and events and, and things that I, as a, as, then as a writer, I can shape, but I start with the authentic material. And, and I like that. And William James, a philosopher, once said that for a baby, the, the, the world that he or she sees is a buzzing, booming chaos. And for me, the world, the contemporary world, is also a buzzing, booming chaos that I can't make a great deal of sense of but I can make sense of periods of history. Uh, but in any case, I just, I, I, I love, um, I love connecting the past to the present. Especially being able to take all of those details and make such a bigger story out of it. Yeah. Again, you know, what you do with Billy the Kid here, uh, because we only have so much to go on, right? Yeah, that's right. People think there's a lot written about Billy or this. there isn't, there, there, there isn't though. And certainly not much that's authentic. Mm. You know? But um, I dug up a few books. I was helped in doing that. And, uh, and out of the research comes a different version of Billy, yeah. which I think is more authentic, is more truthful. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. Uh, I'll get into that uh, in a minute because I do want to hear about this version of Billy. But, but Donald, I'd actually love to hear your answer on this too because, you know, not that it was right back to back, but uh, I would love to know what drew you to this story, to this character, uh, you know, especially seeing like just a few years ago, there you were in the future with Ready Player One, and now you are Whiplash in the past with uh, with Billy the Kid. Right. Well, I mean, that's what I love about, you know, our business, and we get to tell stories, and we get to go into different time periods and different worlds, and it's, you know, endlessly exciting and fascinating. So, um, for me, you know, I, uh, uh, I had always also had a fascination with Billy, and um, it was a new territory to make a Western. Um, so that was very exciting. Um, and to get to work with Michael Hurst, uh, one of the great, you know, creators in our business was, was something um, that was a huge draw for me. Um, I always want to learn something which, with each new project that I do. And it, 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 I learned a great deal, both about the character of Billy the Kid and about, you know, how, how someone like Michael can actually handle this all himself. Um, he makes everybody else look bad. Um, so it was, uh, righteous Gill loves me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so, you know, it was all those elements combined and it, it was, uh, it was, it was a blast. We had a, we, we had a really great time making this project, you know, everybody from the crew to the actors to, you know, all of us and the folks at, at epics who were incredibly supportive and great to us and it was just one of those things it was a it was a terrific experience they don't always work that way do you have a sense on why um um westerns endure the way that they do i mean like the earliest movies were westerns only because they were present day for the most part but here we are yeah. still telling these stories and we're still excited by them well but, i i think that because they're mythic tales yeah um 
you know, they underscore uh, the culture and particularly the American culture. Um, you know, like Star Wars is a Western, really. Mm -hmm. So, and, and, and myths, in fact, uh, although we use the word differently, myths mean, actually mean truths. So they, they tell that, like the Greek myths. So they tell uh, a, a lot of, they contain a lot of truth. And, uh, and I like that about, I studied American uh, literature and society at, at university, and it was the mythic nature of the American experience that, that always attracted me. And that's true, actually, of Westerns and gangsters, I think. So uh, these are archetypal stories, archetypal characters, um, l larger than life. You know, Billy is a modest <laughs> you know, Catholic boy, but actually he bestrides the world like a colossus, you know, um, and I'm, I'm really interested in, in those in those elements of uh, the American experience. I think all that exactly. And I think also that, you know, the classic conflicts, you know, of, of you know, good and and evil and, you know, dealing with these basic kind of uh, uh, conflicts that confront us in our lives um, against a landscape like that when people are trying to figure out how to form a new world so you can you know there are many choices to make um, and those choices are going to define you um, and a society is being built uh, which in our version uh, of Billy it's kind of what we call the pre-western it was before the west was really truly formed and we're watching it form up there's all these different cultural influences and, you know, power struggles that are going on. Um, mm -hmm. And it's uh, it's just rich, rich material that never is always relevant. You know, it's always relevant. It's, it's also a story about immigration, obviously. Yes. That's how relevant it is. You know, our, and, and the racism. moment we're, we're involved in immigration and issues and, and yeah. very much racism. so in the 19th century America. Yeah, you guys were actually hitting on exactly what I was going to talk about next year, too, because because you do you pull that story with these unfortunate evergreen topics in that way. Racism is hit on quite yeah. a bit here. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Spanish-American relations. I, I, my, my wife and I were watching this, you know, the, that first episode were really taken by how you tackled depression in yeah. an era where that wasn't so much a word at that point. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. and, and Americans were not really, American guys are not really allowed to be depressed. You know, you don't no, talk I, about feelings. No, no. I, I mean, I think it's funny to some extent that this will probably be for the audience the first time they've ever seen as a depressed, you know, someone in the West. In the West. And, and I love the scene where he goes to the doctor and the doctor says, basically, it's in your head, you know, and, and, uh, because he just can't cope with the immensity of the landscape of, of uh, you know, he's used to small town island to city life in, in, in New York, but going west in those days is like going to the moon, you know, and he couldn't do it. His wife was stronger. She could, you know, she had reason, she had children, she had reason to fight and survive and, 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 and uh, try and keep the family together, but he just floated away i did actually there was one thing i'd put in that, that, that we could, didn't make the cut um which was in my version the doctor said there's nothing i can do physically i can't give you any medicine but i've got something that might help you and he gives him a copy of leaves of grass 
the Walt Whitman poem. And he said, this is about America. This is about the immensity of America. This is a man who understands that. And you might, if you read this, you might feel more comfortable or, you know, but we couldn't, we couldn't do it. It was sad. It's, it's my literary background, you know. It's, it's a little you have to kill your darlings. <laughs> yes. Well, the, it leaves of grass was exactly what I thought of when he when he was talking about the um when he, when the dad was giving Billy the the speech about the stars at the yeah. end because I I wondered I was like is this is this taken because it reminded me of leaves of grass you know yeah. that was hey, all Michael there. you still got it in there yeah yeah bless you <laughs> it worked you got yeah. your way but in a subtle way you see uh, yes exactly. Carl's picked up you know, exactly. the subtle hints there uh, yeah it's, yes. it's it's powerful moments that you know I like to work for it a little bit I do like to work for it a little bit when I'm watching something <laughs> you know the onion skin that you yeah. Yeah. I ask you about this this version of Billy too that you mentioned because because as you say we, we are talking about a version of, of Billy what we think we know versus what we're we're giving here yeah. who was the Billy that you wanted to tell I, I had a totally open mind. I mean, you know, I said to Michael Wright that I wanted to to tell the story of Billy the Kid, but I didn't really know very much about him except all the cliches. Um, but I wanted to find out if he was worth hero worshiping, you know. So I started the research with with an open mind, and was kind of astonished again and again by what I discovered and and the Billy that emerged from the the, the reality, you know, that his sensitivity, his morality, um, his beautiful singing voice, the fact that people he knew, who knew him tended to love him, uh, his identification with the Mexicans, uh, the fact he learned, he was one of the, his mother taught him to read, astonishing, you know, in those, in those days, and his love therefore as an immigrant, his, his identification with the, the Mexicans, um, you know, and all those things, each one surprised me and each one added another layer really to my, to his character and my sense of who he was. And, uh, and, and the fact that when he said himself that he was more sinned against than sinning, I could confirm that, uh, you know, I thought, yeah, yeah, see. And Billy also, I'm quite sure, and he said so much himself that, you know, he wanted to go straight, that was his dream. And uh, he said he was he didn't want to be famous for killing people, you know. So, so I think very humbly that this is the <laughs> the first really authentic version of, of Billy the Kid. Yeah, and Tom plays him so well. Yeah, I mean, he? brilliant. His yeah. eyes, you know, yeah. through this entire series, it's that's that's what we always yeah. say. It's like he does so much by doing so little. He can be still on screen and emote everything. You yeah. get it all behind his eyes. He's really yeah. extraordinary. Yeah. 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 He's got such presence on the screen. You know? Yes, he does. Absolutely. So yeah. the story, as we know it, as popular history will tell us, uh, one version of it anyway, I should say what I'm getting to here, is that uh, eventually Billy gets killed by Pat Garrett's. Now, now mm -hmm. as we see this as a season uh, and thinking maybe there would be hopefully more seasons, I would love to see more seasons of this. But do you think about at this point, even the end game? Because the two versions of history of Billy the Kid that I know is one, he gets shot by Pat Garrett or two, he escapes and becomes brushy Bill Roberts later on in life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we're hoping certainly to go to three seasons of uh, so 24 episodes the second season obviously the end of the first season takes us to the beginning of the lincoln county war 
which is a huge event or series of, of events that I, you know, I'm already writing the, the pilot for that. It's just, he, Billy did extraordinary things in that, uh, in that war. Um, so that will take up most of, of uh, season two, actually. There's so much uh, event and uh, drama. And then, um, yes, I, and I know he was reputed to have been shot by Pat Garrett. Yeah, I read that too. We'll have to see where that goes then. Like, uh, yeah. just a we have a great, too. we have a great Pat Garrett as well. We love Pat. Yeah, Garrett. yeah, we love Pat. Yeah. 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 yeah, everybody too, and 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 including James Evans in this. Yeah, Daniel Weber. He's just a he's just you know such an interesting historical figure on himself. I didn't know about him before this one. But I mean, to a certain degree, like his legend is is almost as important as, as Billy the Kid. Why did you all want to include him here as the friend protagonist type of thing? Well, because it was true. Um, you know, again, it just came out of the research that at a certain stage in his life, when he's still quite young, um, Billy met uh, Jesse and and uh, and he's like uh, he's an archetypal figure because most of us guys when we're younger have met a slightly older guy who who impresses us probably the coolest guy the one who takes more chances than we dare to who slightly walks on the wild side you know we're kind of drawn like moss to a flame you know and jess is that jess is that character but they bond you know and billy's sort of looking up to him but jesse is forever trying to draw billy into the dark side um, and their lives are intertwined, and they were intertwined, you know, in the Lincoln County War, they're on different sides. So they, but they keep coming together, coming apart, they each have a chance to kill each other, and they find it very difficult to, to do that. And one of the reasons I think, is that Jesse is effectively Billy's doppelganger. So his double, but his double on the dark side, so they need each other, in some way, and they recognize that they kind of love each other. You know, uh, which is very important, uh, and I and and I'm blessed because of two great actors playing these roles, and uh, you know are able to personify and do what I what exactly what I needed, what I wanted from them. And um, compliments, by the way, on just the way it looks, uh, Donald. I think it was you earlier who who were talking about the pre Wild West, the pre West, because yeah, you know. I, that's something I always like looking at too. In this, it's bare, it's desolate. There's space. Yeah. There's mud. Yeah, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Who harsh. knew there was mud in the West? It was. It, was, <laughs> it yeah. was harsh and and unwelcoming on many levels. Yeah. As, you know, sometimes beautiful and awe inspiring, but also harsh and and unwelcoming a lot of the time. Yeah. And that's what I was curious about. Is like you know when you all were putting this together when you were talking about it you know, arriving to figure out just the way it's got to look, the way it's got to feel. I mean, what was that conversation like? Because again, it's just, you, you nailed it. Well, yeah. that sort of started as a conversation between me and Otto Bathurst, our first director, uh, who's very strong visual sense. And, and he was doing research too. And out of that research for both of us came this idea, you know, when they first went West, Billy and his family to Coffeeville, they were promised yeah, land of opportunity of uh, jobs and, and everything. Well, Coffeeville had only been established for three years. So they found it was a building site. There were no jobs and no opportunities. And the railroad hadn't even arrived. So uh, Otto and I began to call it a pre-Western. Uh, absolutely confirmed when Otto was shown around the 
uh, sites in Calgary where the pre-existent Western towns, because every Western you've ever seen is shot in Calgary. And and uh, and Otto said, thanks, guys, but I'm not going to use any of these because they didn't exist when Billy first came here. We've got to build our own settlements and they're going to be very primitive, small, clinging on to the edge of uh, nature, you know, with the vast and, uh, you know, slightly hostile nature around them. And that's what we're going to that's what we're going to show. And And it was wonderful this thought that we were going to tell a, a different, we're going to do a different Western for authentic reasons. That's again, one of the reasons why, one of the many reasons why I love what you all have done here. Uh, congratulations on this, uh, both of you, uh, Billy the Kid, it's seriously, and, and I'm, I'm so looking forward to a second and third season to, to see how this story plays out. Yeah, thanks, Kyle. Thank you so much, Kyle. <laughs> My thanks to Michael Hurst and Donald DeLime, Billy the Kid. You can watch on Epics. Big thanks to you as well for checking out this episode. Uh, before you get out, please do hit that subscribe button again so you can keep up with all the interviews that we put out every single week. New ones every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at all the usual streaming spots. That also includes uh, YouTube for the video versions. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. It's an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews. That's Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence, they've got your music and film news. You can also find me on the social media spots, uh, mostly on Twitter, occasionally on Facebook and Instagram. All three of them, at Kyle Meredith. I do hope you like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Hey there, it's Kyle Meredith from Kyle Meredith With. After you check out the latest episode of my show, uh, be sure to check out some of our other great programs on the Consequence Podcast Network, including Standing BTS, a bi-weekly podcast covering all things BTS and ARMY, and The Opus, Consequence's original documentary podcast exploring legendary albums and their lasting legacies. So head to Consequence.net to listen to these podcasts and many great others. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.